Hi, everyone. It's me, Destiny, and I'm here with three fantastic women who you might recognize from this little kind of live reality game called Survival Challenge. I don't know if anyone's heard about it, except it's all that we're talking about right now in the LRG community. So I have with me tonight Grace, Megan, and Stephanie. How are you, ladies? Better now. Awesome. So let's go around the circle and we'll talk. And if you can just introduce yourself, say your um, live reality game history and how you found out about Survival Challenge. Grace, we'll start with you. All right. So my name is Grace. Um, Survival Challenge was my first live reality game or online game. I was very new to this whole world. Um, and then I found out about it because my brother um, Colin played in season seven of Survival Challenge. So I actually went there last year and got to watch the whole thing firsthand and then decided I wanted to play myself. Megan, go ahead. Awesome. Hey guys, I'm Megan, I'm from Boston. This was also my first uh, live reality game experience. I played a couple online games in the past um, and I knew a couple people uh, who played in the game before and were on production in the season. Um, so I think when they had some people drop out of the original cast and they were looking for new people and someone reached out to me and was like, hey, would you be willing to do this? I'm like, why not? I do crazy things every day. This can't be the craziest thing I've ever done. And that's how I ended up on Survival Challenge. And Stephanie? Hi everyone, so my name is Stephanie and I am currently living in South Florida. Um, I am definitely new to the Survivor live reality game world. Um, this was actually the first game that I ever played. <laughs> um, and in fact, I didn't get added to the cast until like a week before. So I was a very last minute cast member. Um, but it just so happened that I learned of this opportunity through a friend who's also involved. And actually I have quite a few friends who are involved um, with Survivor Challenge. So um, I got the call very last minute, but it just so happened that I was already on my way there with some friends. So it just worked out perfectly. I literally said that day when I got that text message, I said, you know what? I think it's meant to be like, I think I am meant to play because I booked my ticket and then two days later, I get this text message saying that, hey, you there's an opportunity. And I actually thought about it the day before. I was like, imagine if they asked me to play and there it goes. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in the universe telling us. So when random stuff comes in your mind, I always feel like you put it in the universe. So you're like making it happen. So you just made yourself play. Um, so good on you, put it in the universe, manifest it. Um, <laughs> Before we get started on the full game, I'm just going to make a little announcement. Um, as you see, you have three women or, of the game and then myself on here. So four women on your screen. And this happens to be for the online reality games page and live reality games page, the first all-female podcast of a group of four or more. So we're making a little history over here. Um, thank you so much for Justin for letting us have this opportunity. And we're very excited to see um, and talk about this game. So I'm super excited to hear everything that you have. Live reality games um, are a new passion of mine, just kind of learning all about them and watching you three play the game was so interesting. You guys played such a different game. It was a full scope. Nobody was kind of the same. Um, so coming into it, you get there in this room and you're separated and then you come out to this challenge and Megan, can you tell us about your experience? Tell us about what John says. How does it start for you? 
bring us in to back out there in Illinois. Yeah, so I mean, the start was crazy. Um, we were all kind of just standing in a field. We couldn't talk to anyone. Um, so we're just kind of looking around at who was there. And it was funny, everyone around me, like, was all women. So I was like, oh my God, is this men versus women? You're trying to figure out like what the tribe makeup's gonna be, what the challenges are gonna be. Um, but yeah, it just happened that all the women happened to be standing separate. I guess there were a couple that were on the other side, but we, were, we all seemed like we were together. Um, and then John brings us all together. He sort of welcomes us to the game, welcomes us to the family, which was amazing. Um, and then he sort of puts us in this situation where he's just like grab eight people, four men and four women, and like start the challenge, right? And I don't know what everyone else was thinking, but I was like, oh my God, what is going on here? Like, how am I supposed to pick eight people? Also, like I brought clothes that I wanted to wear in the lake and those were not the clothes that I was wearing at that moment. And it was very clear that I was getting in the lake. So um, a lot of a lot of insanity there in those first couple minutes for sure. I always think, and this is funny to me, because I know nobody wants to, like, be very vocal in the beginning. You want to kind of be quiet and, like, why weren't people, like, hold on, let's take off our shoes and socks. We're going to be wet all weekend. Like, let's take, but nobody did. Everyone just, it was full force. We didn't know it was going to be the rainiest five days in the history of ever. Ever. (laughs) Ever. I, yeah, I try not to say that I was miserable because I know you guys, like, my circumstances out there were significantly different, but I was miserable and I could leave. And so I could only imagine what as contestants you were going through. It was, I want to say not like, I think there was like 40 (laughs) inches of rain accumulated over like a two week period in the area. It wasn't consecutive. So it wasn't like a, like a downpour, but it was, it was very wet. It was very cold. And it was the middle of July. And so it was very confusing. And they took our blankets when we checked in. And they took your blanket, which I don't even know if they would have helped. It probably saved people from getting hypothermia, to be honest, because they were going to be soaked. I don't see any way that those could have been, like, preserved. Um, So then, go go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I had a similar experience as Megan, like, in the beginning, right when I first came in. Um, For me... I, you know, you drive in and then you have to go ahead and park and you're like letting, you know, you're going one by one or three by three in the check-in station. And as soon as I, I pull my car up, my rental car, which I just happened to rent so that way it can stay there for X amount of days <laughs> sitting in the parking lot. Um, I go ahead and pull up my rental and literally the first person that I see is Joe, which just happens to be someone that Although I've never, I had never met Joe, I've never spoken with Joe, I knew of Joe from an Aplerius org. So immediately I'm sitting in my car and I see him and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the guy that, you know, has played in another org that I played in. Um, so for me, that was like a fine, oh, at least I know one person in this whole fiasco because it was scary. Like I was very nervous. Um, and then just as Megan said, um, from her side, it was like all women, I think in that side, but for our side, it was mostly men and about, I think it was like three or four women, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, Morgan was one of myself. I can't remember who the other, um, 
person or I think there was one more person what I, I don't remember who they were but um it was very nerve-wracking because you had to stand there and like face each other but other than that you're right Megan like when they told us to come in and take our shoes off and stuff like that or not even take our shoes off just go I made sure to take my socks and my shoes off because I was not getting them wet and that is probably the reason why if you notice in that challenge I am literally like left behind like my like they just leave me behind but I'm sure we'll get to it <laughs> Bad start. <laughs> Grace, you said that this is your first one. So how did your start go? Were you overwhelmed? Were you just excited? How was your start to this? Yeah, so mine was fairly similar. Like on the drive down, I was like terrified the whole way because I was like, I have no idea what I'm walking into. Um, so then I get dropped off and you do like your little check-in. I'm sad because I lose my blanket and I brought a Snuggie and I thought that was going to be so fun to have by on the tribe and they took my Snuggie from me. <laughs> and then we all line up in a field and I see that it's all girls and already like my mind switches on so quickly into like game mode and I'm like, okay, if I'm on a tribe of all girls, like what's my alliance looking around? Like, do I think I trust this person? Do I trust this person? And I'm like, okay, it's men versus women already like trying to figure out what my plan is. So yeah, then they bring us all over and we see that there are girls on the other side. So we're like, oh, maybe it's not men, women. And then John just goes straight in and is like, oh, are you ready for your first challenge? And I'm like, I already have so much adrenaline going that it just kicks up even more when we hear we're about to go right into a challenge. So then he explains the whole thing. He's like, does anybody have any questions? And you can tell like in everyone's mind, they're like, um, what are the tribes? <laughs> like, But nobody wanted to be the one to ask it. So we're all just like, no, we understand. <laughs> and then we just like chaotically find our group. And I don't even remember exactly how that went about. It was like just the people that were around you, you kind of started in a group. And then we're like, hey, we need a guy, we need a girl. And then eventually found our tribe. And that, like yeah, you're saying is... shoes, I think pretty much everyone left their shoes on, except for I think I didn't. There's only one person I think who stopped and yeah, took I got my shoes off, off, but not my socks. So. <laughs> I, I got my shoes and my socks. And even when we were picking crazy, as you was men you were mentioning, even when we were picking tribes, like I made sure because I knew Joe, like I knew of Joe. I was like, oh no, I'm going to be right next to him because that is the person that I think I'm going to, you know, make sure that I am in a group with. Um, so that was my first thought immediately. But yeah, you're right. Like I well. I went ahead and took my shoes off and that's probably what got me left behind. <laughs> and I'm not a strong swimmer. So I clearly had to like swim my little butt um, <laughs> across a, like half of a lake, a pond, excuse me, not a lake, but that's how I felt in my yeah, head. That like, felt really lake. far too. That it felt like I was swimming. Much out. bigger in person. <laughs> it was crazy to watch it on and just like, you could feel the chaos. You could feel the confusion. There was such little instructions um, you have Jake here who said, when we were brought over, I thought it was a tribe of all women and thought maybe I was supposed to know who they were, question mark. That so is I, true. I think that's just a testament to, to one, how crazy this game is because um, you can watch previous seasons and you still would have no idea what to do right here. Like there wasn't anyone who was like, I got it. This is what we do. Everyone had such a just kind of, Right. fresh start in every there was like a an even playing field until you get into the social connections so you build these teams from this crazy challenge of no instructions and the first day 
of the game really is all of these reward challenges. And nobody knows and you're one world in it and you're going through this experience and you're getting to talk to everyone. Who in the, what was your, what was your thought process? Who did you want to talk to? Who did you want to work to? How was this for you? Grace, we'll start with you again. Um, for me, I would say it was wildly overwhelming. <laughs> the one world aspect like totally threw me for a loop. I was planning on like that first night, just trying to get like really connected with like that initial group that we started with. And you could tell like the first night, even though they told us we were all one world, there was still like, it stayed pretty divided in the three tribes. Like there was that initial like, oh, let's get everybody's name. Let's meet everyone. But it was still rather divided. Um, so I think everyone was kind of like focused on staying with their own tribe because they didn't really know what we were going to be doing the next day, but nobody wanted to be the one person to stray from doing what everyone else was doing. So we just kind of stayed in our groups. And then on Thursday for most of the day, I think there was strategy talk happening. I didn't realize that. I felt like it was so fast paced with challenges when we're not even going back to our camps. It's just challenge, holding area, challenge, holding area. There's like little chatter in between, but again, not very like deep, meaningful conversations or a lot of strategy talk. It felt like just kind of some chit chat here and there. So. And Stephanie, for you, you're nodding. Were you going, yeah, let's jump into strategy talk? Or you're like, no, 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 let me go slow. Oh, no, I wanted to know. I was, I mean, immediately when we were in the first challenge, right, while we were together in our groups, um, I recall there was a moment that Joe, Katie, and I were running to get, like, find out some names or how many folks are from X, Y state. I, I don't remember what it was. And right there, like Joe literally is running fast paced with Katie and I, and he stops and he goes to Katie and he goes, you, you, us three together. And then he runs and I was like, oh, whoa, we're together. This is it. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I trust Joe. So therefore, because I trust him because imagine like, I don't know anyone. So he just said this. I was like, all right, I guess he, you know, knows that this is a group of three. I wonder what else is going on. Um, so automatically that was like, for me, that first day while we, um, that first, that on Wednesday, it was just the, I was in a group of three already. Um, solid three, apparently with Joe, Katie and myself. So I was excited uh, because if you recall, as I mentioned, I got left behind or, or I wasn't swimming fast enough in that challenge. Like I was in the back, like I was already, you know, I don't know, I was like the weakest in my group. So I was already concerned. I was like, this is such a bad start for you to come into a game. As soon as I come in, I look around and I see everyone, you know, they're all fit and intimidating. I have to say, Megan, like, I thought you were a survivor. I thought like you were like, <laughs> like I was like, oh man, this is in, yeah. Like, I, I mean, ever Christina, like all, all these, especially the women, I just thought they were just like badasses that came into the game. So I was very intimidated and I'm not a small girl. So, um, and my swimming is not that strong. So I was like, okay, I'm already like the weakest in my opinion. So therefore I have to do whatever I can to step it up at that point. Um, so yeah, there was some strategy, like just a little group formed. Um, but other than that, I think in our, in our group, there was some um, conversations of groups going on and people making connections. So I think that Wednesday, like we were already kicking it to gear. Megan, I'm going to say, so when I first walked out there, I didn't go there for the day one. I went there for day two. And so when I was out there, or no, day three, when I was out there, the game was starting. Like, it was game. 
And you're the first person I see when I walk out there. When I tell you, I text it and I was like, oh my God, they actually have like, there's a real survivor out here. I was <laughs> so set. Like I saw you and just your presence. I think that's a testament to you though. Your presence is just so strong and you just have a confidence about you. And I was like, girl's a badass. Okay, girl, you do this. And you were my person that I thought was going to take it all from the moment I walked out on the field just by your energy. I was so convinced that this winner was already picked from you <laughs> oh just, and I knew people there and I still was like, she won, y'all suck. <laughs> well, that's hilarious because I feel like on day three, I was not feeling confident at all. Like after, like, I didn't get picked at all in the schoolyard pick when we, after the first day of rewards, um, we do a schoolyard pick for tribes. Um, and I don't get picks. Like I'm the last one by myself standing there. And I was like, oh my God, this is so bad and also really embarrassing. Um, but I'm glad I project confidence like that. I'm going to have to, you know, work on that. Um, but yeah, I feel like in day three, I really didn't play with a lot of confidence because I just was like, I was, I was like, I have no, idea. I feel like I have no idea where I stand right now. Like, I'm not sure what just happened there. I'm not sure how these, like how people were picking and whether or not I made any good connections. Um, but yeah, I mean, the one world was crazy. That was, that would not have been my preference. I'm really not that outgoing of a person in like a scenario where there are 20 plus people who are all, you know, trying to have small talk and like get to know each other, um, which is like, the most weird networky situation ever. I'm like, thought about that. I was really excited, like Grace said, to get to know the eight people that uh, were in my original, what I call the burrito tribes, because we were sleeping in a little burrito on the ground the first night. Um, but everyone in my uh, original burrito tribe was great. And I feel like, you know, I got a chance to play with some of those people throughout the game, but I'm glad I looked confident to someone on day three. <laughs> You definitely did. So we're seeing it. You're you're making these connections or you're at least trying to, but everyone out there is nervous. And in the beginning of it, it's not like the weather's not that bad. Like it still was not the best, but it wasn't that bad. And, you know, you're not really going through the emotions of the hunger and the sleep deprivation yet. At this point, everyone's just excited to be out there and play the game. Are you looking at who you think is strategic? Are you making these mental notes of who you want to work with? Who needs to go first? Are you watching who's talking to who? Kind of walk me through your thought process of this beginning of the game and what you're thinking. Um, whoever wants to start, you're welcome to. I'll let Grace go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess I can start. Um, I was, so I did have ideas about who I wanted to work with work with. I've played a couple of online games before, which were super fast paced. So I was very afraid that I wasn't going to get enough conversations in early enough. And that's kind of a hard thing because like no one wants to talk about who they're going to vote out before they actually have to vote because then there are names out there and people find out and it's, it ends up bad. Um, but yeah, I, so I had originally, um, wanted to work with Tiffany, um, with Benji, um, and with Pat, um, from my original eight, which is funny because that's not really who I ended up working, um, the most closely with in the end. Um, but I felt like I kind of wanted to align with some stronger players, um, that were 
maybe like more outgoing than I was. Um, because I think in general, socially, I'm not always the most outgoing person. So I felt like having those really strong players around me would be good. I also wanted to align with people who knew a lot about Survivor because I am also like a very weak Survivor trivia person. Um, so I wanted to kind of try to align with some of those people um, in the beginning. Grace, what was your thought process? How, what were you looking at? Um, so yeah, I would say a lot of like that first night we were trying to kind of like getting to know our first tribes. Um, and right off the bat, there was definitely like certain people that I clicked with first that I was kind of like, okay, I feel like, so, like as trusting as you can be with these people um, on that first night. So there was definitely a couple people that um, I clicked with and we kind of had like a little group kind of assuming that we weren't going to end up going to tribal at all with those first groups of eight that we had, but we kind of had an idea of if there are a swap and I'm with this person, like I feel good about them. Or if we were to go to tribal, this is kind of who my group would be. Um, but yeah, I would say I definitely found myself just being like hyper aware of like just always looking and visualizing like conversations that were going on, seeing pairs that were splitting off and going places who seems comfortable with one another who's talking to a lot of people, who's kind of laying back, just like, because we're all out of camp with 24 people. So it's like, you don't necessarily have time to have a long conversation with each person. So all you have is these like initial instincts of seeing who all is where talking to who. Um, so yeah, I would say that that definitely kind of like clicked in right at the start of just looking who's talking to who and doing what. Um, just trying to take it all in and be prepared for whatever's next because we were clueless. <laughs> and then let's fast forward a little bit. So you have your kind of game strategy going on. And um, I think that going into your first tribal council, there has to be this sense of like, do I actually know what's happening? Or do I not? Like, you, there's always a chance that you don't know and the vote is you. And if you, I've always said it, like, if you think you're safe, like, you're not actually playing the game. Something is wrong. So let's talk about your first tribal council. Um, you guys kind of all went at different times here. So let's talk about the first time you walked in and you get to see this amazing setup of what it is. What are your thought process? What are you thinking? I was going to say Stephanie has to go first. Because I, I have to go tribe. first like yeah. two or three times because um, so I, I would say that if I could just preface by saying that um, in in the schoolyard pick, uh, so right after, right in day two, that Thursday, we had our schoolyard pick. Um, our tribe, the Halata tribe, and I don't know if I'm saying the name correctly, um, we as I'm sure you can all see, we all pretty much picked each other. I was the last member of the original group that was picked. And then um, I was, I mean, Stu was the only male left. Um, so he came onto our tribe. So from that moment, I felt very, very down. I felt like, oh, wow, I'm in the bottom. Clearly this shows I'm the last one picked from our group. Um, I wasn't thinking that, oh, wow, we should have picked different folks. I mean, why would we all want to be together? I was like, okay, well, we have Stu maybe, you know, at, at surface level, it's like, okay, maybe he can possibly be a vote. If anything, That those were my thoughts. Um, but what was occurring was that, I was at that time I was building relationships with folks, right? So um, one person in particular that I was very, I felt like I was very close to was actually Jamie. Um, great vibes, great personality. I mean, I just instantly like we 
I don't, I don't know. I just felt like we had this connection um, and I really enjoy him and whomever, if you know him, you know that he, his personality is big and you know, he's, he's very vibrant. So I definitely had that connection. Um, I didn't speak much with Landon um, with him and I, it would just be like a touch and go like, Hey, I know we haven't spoken, but you know, um, something like that uh, with Morgan, very little conversations with Morgan, despite that um, her and I were like her, myself, Joe, um, especially her and I, like we would be up at night together. I'm trying to keep her warm. We're trying to keep each other warm. And you know what they say, like when you're like, when you sleep next to the person, maybe like, you know, those are the folks that you're working with, but it just so happened that we, um, it took a little bit for us to have those conversations. So I felt like the folks that I felt really good about was Katie, Joe, and myself as in my, in my mind, as like, okay, we're three. Um, but then also I feel very comfortable with Jamie. And then also, um, like I, I felt good with Christina as well. It was like, okay, I like the girls a lot, but I just don't know about Morgan. That's where my mindset was at that time. And then when Stu came in, it was like, okay, now we have Stu just in case, like, let, let's see what happens. Um, but so at that point, I'm thinking, you know, hopefully Stu is the vote. Uh, but if you recall, like we had this whole, uh, I think it was like a, we had, um, we had an auction, I think it was. I can't recall what it is. Like one of those, um, I can't recall what it's what it's called. Um, where Jamie and I had to go ahead and um, go ahead and, and bid for items. So we went, we left together. Um, I believe it was Joe um, and Morgan, if I'm not mistaken. They went together and did like this activity, and then Stu, Katie, and Christina stood behind. Uh, so once we came back, one of the twists was that. We were able to, I believe, like for some bucks, we were able to know if anything happened in the camp, right? Um, and it, we didn't take it. Jamie and I said, you know what? Let's try to build trust. Let's not take it. Uh, so there was some doubt there that apparently um, it seemed like Kate, uh, Katie, Christina, and Stu didn't weren't really coming forth with what happened there. So there, in my head, there were some doubts about, you know, are they being truthful or not? So, um, or are they working together? So in my head, I'm thinking, you know what, like, who knows, it could be me, I was the weakest person, I am not as athletic, like, you know, at that time, especially when you're in a tribe, like when you're in a tribe, you want to keep your tribe strong in the beginning. Right? Um, so I kind of felt like I was in the chopping block if they were to work with Stu, um, bring in Stu, um, which, you know, it turns out that that wasn't the plan because shortly afterwards, I, when we went to, right before we went to tribal, uh, we were able to speak amongst one, one, amongst each other and um, Stu became that first vote. Um, so that's what, that's how it went for us. So I wasn't comfortable at all. Like I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't know really like what I knew I was at the bottom, but I, so I knew I had to do something. I just didn't know. So I wasn't very comfortable at all. Uh, but Stu was the vote. Unfortunately, he was a great guy, but it, you know, unfortunately he was a slop scoot there. <laughs> he definitely was. I want to say like the nicest human being. Yeah, he was there. Sure. If you watch the episode or you watch the live mm -hmm. stream, you got to see, he was there to greet every single player who was eliminated from the game he was incredibly like just his spirits were bright he made being the first boot an incredible experience where he still like 
was a part of the game, but in a respectful way. And I have so many, like so much props for him. I don't know if I would have been able to do that. I think I would have been so petty and mad. Um, but it was his fault. He was on the tribe that I call a whole lot of drama. Um, because it did have almost all of the drama in the game until a little bit later, right? Um, so Chris is asking a question for you. We'll get to this. And he says, was there anyone you were surprised didn't pick you in the draft? Stephanie, your face has it all. So let's go with you first. Um, I, I would say that I felt as if... Um, I wasn't as surprised, but I thought that I was going to get picked before Morgan for some reason. And not, I just felt like people mentioned like, oh, they haven't really spoken with Morgan. Um, and they were, they didn't feel very connected to Morgan in the beginning. So I felt like, oh, maybe I'll get picked, you know, maybe fifth or fourth. Uh, maybe the girls will pick me. And then I just, I didn't, I realized at that moment that, oh, I guess Morgan is just not speaking game with me and she is speaking game with other people because there must be a reason why she was picked before me. Um, in that, in that moment, that was my mindset. And then it was confirmed later on that Morgan uh, did have some relation, like some, uh, she was building her relationships with some other folks and I'm sure we'll get to that. Um, so yeah, I was, I was a little, I was surprised about that. I didn't know I was that low. I mean, I knew it, but I wasn't like, oh, okay. Cause I've been speaking more to these folks, but okay. I understand. Got it. <laughs> I know where I stand. Yeah. I definitely had a couple of people that I was hoping would pick me as well. I think like, I know I'm not that outgoing of a person, so I wasn't surprised at a lot of people, but I thought there were like, two people that I thought might've picked me. One was Benji. I didn't realize how close he and Mandy were. And that was like, they were clearly a lot closer than I knew at that time. Um, and the other was Tiffany. Um, but yeah, other than that, I wasn't super surprised. It's, it seemed like there weren't that many people who were like picking people outside of their groups, which I think probably would have actually been smarter for all of us to do, but um, I don't know. That was a hard situation. So yeah, in my group, it kind of seemed like both of the other tribes from the first night were kind of sticking with a lot of people in their own groups. And the people from my first night were like, oh, we don't necessarily want to go that route and we're wanting to pick different people. So that's why I was getting kind of nervous throughout the school year to pick because I was second to last picked. So like as it's going on, each person is going and I'm like, would they pick me? Would they not? So there was a couple people um, just like in my group that I had gotten closer with the first night um that I was kind of hoping would pick me and I actually really wanted to get on the Fala tribe when I first saw that group getting together because um like Jake Miller and um Caitlin I had talked to a fair bit the first night and I saw that both of them were on that group but then like no one else from my tribe is getting picked so I'm like maybe I don't want to be on that one so yeah, there were a couple people that went by and then Kelsey, I had also gotten really close with the first night, but I think we had also kind of become like a pair really quickly. So I don't think she wanted to put like a target on herself by picking me right off the bat. Um, and then I think it, actually, I think Chris was the one who picked me as we got down to the end. And he was one that I was like, at that point, just grasping at straws, hoping somebody from my first night track would pick me. <laughs> Um, I think this face says it all right here. And I'm going to show you a screen. 
this face says it all at this first tribal council, and you're like, oh, oh sure was. Oh. <laughs> oh. I sure was. I, I didn't know what was going down. I, I really didn't. Um, I, I thought, yes, that was going to be the vote, but I wouldn't have been surprised because our tribe had so many personalities. Like everyone was, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot going on in folks that I wasn't unsure of, especially because as Grace mentioned, like when you're kind of second to last, you're thinking, wow, I'm really down there. So it could either be me or the other person. Um, so that's, that, that, that definitely is, um, that that's what occurred. And unfortunately, um, yeah, <laughs> that was my face. Stephanie, were you also at the bottom of the schoolyard pick? Was that just like a bad omen for all of us? It must have been. We uh, look, we're all here. We're at the bottom of the schoolyard pick. It must be. For yeah, me. we gotta rewatch that. See Smash. what the actual order was. <laughs> so let's fast forward to how you guys can say you're at this bottom of the schoolyard pick. Yeah. So what ends up happening is the craziest twist. I was not prepared for it. Um, there is a competition and everyone is competing for it. And you're competing not only for a reward for your tribe, but you're also competing for immunity on your individual tribe. Because what ends up happening is you go into, it's a, it's a joint tribal council and all three tribes are going into tribal. And I know we skip a ton, but this is really the part where it's like, what the heck? And so... I personally think that all three of you ladies are safe until this next twist comes into it. Grace, do you know what can you tell us what this next twist is? Yeah, so the next twist that they explained to us was that before we get to the actual vote, all three tribes get to vote one person on both of the opposite tribes that's going to get individual immunity. And before we even get to that, they kind of just open up the floor for people to make a case for themselves if they're feeling nervous of why they deserve that individual immunity then. Worst twist ever. Worst twist it, ever. It is a hard twist because what ends up happening is these players who have been on the bottom and, you know, they've been fighting for their lives, which was really it was really hard to watch. It was very hard to see, um, like Holly, who was literally fighting to be in this game because she just felt like she was on the bottom for so long. And so to see the, like the underdog be safe and to see everything else kind of fight for, it. but then the people who you also don't want to leave ended up getting like the brunt end and you're all in this one situation and you can't talk to each other and like no big plans can come in for because you're sitting right next to each other. So in that scenario, now that you've, I'm sure, have relived it a thousand times over and over again and you've replayed these memories, what would you do different? Oh, boy. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts. Great um, question. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Megan. You can First, start. Well, I just want to give major props to Holly because first of all like she was supposed to be the first vote out in Fala and honestly like what she said in her final tribal about her attitude being so great and her like being such a good person to have around camp like that's the reason that we kept her in the game and I I was just super impressed with her game um so I was very happy for her to be able to continue on the game because I knew she really wanted to be there um but I think 
like in all the times that I've played this over in my head. So she immediately stands up and gives the first pitch for individual immunity. And I'm looking at everyone else in our tribe and I'm like, guys, like one of the rest, like one of us also has to pitch for individual immunity. Otherwise she's just going to get it. And like, we're going to be screwed. Right. So I, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to pitch because like of the people that are remaining, I like have the best case for people believing that I'm on the bottom. But like, I really wish I had given a way different pitch in that moment. Um, because I think maybe I could have gotten more people to vote for me because it really was like, as soon as Holly got that individual immunity, I was pretty sure it was going to be me. So it was really like a choice about who you wanted to play the rest of the game with me or Holly. Um, I just wish I had given a better um, pitch in that moment um, and probably like played a bit harder the few hours earlier. Cause we also knew if Holly got immunity in that challenge that we were going to have to vote out one of our five. And so I was trying to get people to have conversations about who it was out of the five that was going to go. But like no one wanted to have those conversations, right? Because they were just like, we're just going to beat Holly in this challenge and then it's going to be fine. We're not going to have to have this conversation. And I was like, guys, no, we need to have this conversation. Um, so I really wish I would have pushed harder in those hours previous. Grace, what about you? What would you have done, approached a little bit different? Um, it was it was like the first time your tribe had even gone to tribal. So you didn't even get to kind of know where anyone's lines were. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was one person who was like not, there was one outlier, wasn't it like, wasn't like a three, two, one. Right. On your tribe, like, like the lines seemed like there was one person who was yeah. kind of, not with a bunch of people, at least from previous. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what was Alex, right? Yes. I yeah. think so. Um, what was your thought process? What do you think you would have done differently going into that, considering this is your first tribal council? Yeah, so that I probably would have just tried to start with strategy talk much earlier in the day because it was hard um, since kind of that Wednesday, Thursday for most of the day, we were all kind of in this limbo phase of not really knowing who our tribes were. But then, like, in my case, for our tribe, it, like you said, it was our first tribal. So we had been winning challenges all day. And then we go to the holding area and we're all just kind of like, hooray, we did it again. Good work, everyone. And, like, no one's breaking off because we don't have that same, like, sense of urgency for going to a tribal. So for us, it was hard when it came time to, like, make our pitch of if we needed individual immunity. None of us, well, I mean, I guess some of them did. But none of us really had a strong enough idea because, like, no lines had been drawn. I feel like a lot of times going to tribal is where you kind of really learn your place on your tribe, where alliances are, and we hadn't experienced that yet. So we were just kind of, like, thrown into this wild experience before um, we really had a chance to talk much about it. So it was hard, I think, for me to make any sort of pitch because I wasn't familiar enough with where tribal lines stood um so I guess maybe I should have spoken up there but I don't know that I would have had a strong enough case because I felt pretty good with the, sort of that alliance that we had put together um because let's see in our group we had four blue three I forget which color but it was four three one was the split um 
So that's what so many people out of the game are like, you were on the four, you had the majority. And I'm like, four is not a majority. We needed one more. And I knew with our four, we weren't going to get just one more person to come over because I was like, nobody's going to do that. So we kind of tried to create this three, three. That way we would have an even split and nobody would feel like they were on the bottom. And then we kind of had two that we were targeting. Um, at least that was my plan. There was a whole nother plan going on that I never heard about, which was me. Um, but yeah, it was kind of a crazy experience going into that tribal, not knowing at all who felt tight with who. So it was, it was a blindside for sure. When I saw my, when I saw my name come up the first time, I was like, well, that can't be good. Cause I didn't have much of an inkling that that was going to happen. Obviously I don't feel like certain at all in my position. There's always that hesitancy, but yeah, it was a surprise. Um. So for me, I, I think my experience was very different because we had we went to tribal, I think, three times before that. So I I definitely knew where lines were crossed or where, where, where everyone kind of stood, um, especially I found out during the course of the game what relationships there were in our current in that tribe. Um, so going into the going into the game, I, I going into that challenge, I recall it was like, okay, we can't get it was down to five. So it was it was uh, Landon, Joe, Christina, Katie, um, and myself, if I'm not mistaken, right? Five. Um, and at that time, I recall that we were just trying to get ensure that Landon didn't have immunity at that time. Um, and he didn't, it was Katie that won it. So once we get to tribal and they present that twist, um, you know, I thought to myself, I was like, oh, this is going to be an issue. Um, one of the reasons, um, one of the reasons why is because I had an opportunity that same, like an hour before I already had a clue to the idol. So I was literally like searching for this idol, like, like high and low. Joe's like, hey, Steph, we got to find the idol. We got to find the idol. We share that we have some clues. And I literally like scratch myself up. I, I am doing everything I can. So one of my regrets is like, okay, one is not finding the idol. Um, <laughs> and then noticing that Landon is looking for the idol as well. So then I'm trying to say, oh, he doesn't have it. Um, Katie and Christina think he has it. They're like, no, he doesn't. So there was this whole confusion. Does Landon have an idol? How many idols does he have? He had some. I mean, there was a lot of things going on in our tribe because Landon was clearly on the outs from the previous votes. Um, and I I wasn't as close to Landon because his uh, the people that he was close to was Morgan, um, Jamie, who were voted out previously. So I wasn't very close to him. And then realizing then while I was speaking to right before we were supposed to vote, um, while speaking to, I, I think, Christina, I see Christina and Katie, like they're clearly a duo. I get that. And then I'm speaking to Christina and Christina goes, Hey, I can't vote Joe. And I was like, what? When did this Christina and Joe thing? So I was totally like left for a spin. I was like, wait, if Christy, if Joe is with me and Katie, but I see Katie with Christina, that means that Christina's with Joe because she won't vote for Joe. So there's something going on there. Um, and then also that uh, Katie and Christina are close. So it pretty much leaves Land. So it seems like Joe is kind of safe, right? So it kind of leaves Landon and I, and I know that Landon is kind of an out. So I'm thinking, okay, I think I'm good as long as uh, Landon you know, doesn't win immunity. And then we, we get to this twist, which by the way, I know folks like 
some folks have like mixed feelings about the twist, but I actually love the twist as a, as a viewer for sure. Like I think, oh my God, haha, dramatic. Um, but as a player, I did not. Um, <laughs> so at that moment, I feel like the only regret that I have is, is in regards to um, the relationships that I had built. I think I, if I would have built stronger relationships with those folks, perhaps I would have had a chance. Um, but I, there were some pre, there were some um, relationships that were there. So for, and I'm sure it's been discussed before. Um, but just as an example, like I never, I didn't know Megan. Um, apparently, Megan and myself, we played in an um, in the same orb. We never, I, I did, I, I didn't know Megan. Um, uh, the only person that I recognized was Joe. So when I was in the tribe. Um, Joe is also the only person I recognize, by the way. It's kind of funny. Yeah, like I didn't recognize anyone else. So I didn't, I wouldn't. And then I found out that Katie knew um, Joe. So I was like, oh, that makes sense. I found that that out in the game. I never knew. I didn't know until Joe told me. And he's like, oh, I shouldn't have said anything. And I was like, oh, no, this is good information. So I go to Katie. I'm like, hey, I think I know you. I didn't know her. Um, so, you know, it, it, it then it turns out that um joe knew christina so it's like those connections um i didn't know about those connections the only connection that i did know was joe um and at that time even though i i had like some connection kind of with katie and formal she wasn't working with me she was working with christina um you know so it wasn't it, it was i feel like at that time almost like when when we go ahead and they review the votes and they reveal that not the votes the um, who wins immunity and it turns out to be um, Landon after I gave my speech which was wasn't really good I, I was like why would they give it to Landon like Landon is competitive he's strong you know um, I kind of felt like I just want to give spur of the moment speeches like K Wu sometimes. <laughs> Right. I was like, why um, couldn't I just stand up and give a phenomenal speech? Uh, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I really felt like Landon did a great job at um, giving his speech. And not only that, um, Landon did a lot of work even before that. Like Homeboy was, you know, there while we were in our holding areas, like he was communicating with people and he was talking to folks. So those are the things that he was doing. And I think it really gave him the opportunity for folks to vote for him. So I think it was good on him. I have no regrets that I went out that way. Um, I just, um, I feel like I had an opportunity. I could have built better relationships. I had an opportunity to get an idol. Maybe I could have gotten Joe Landon and myself to vote out Christina. Um, I just, in my head, I said, Christina and Joe are tight. It wasn't, it wasn't that way. I think him and I were a little tighter perhaps, but yeah. So that's, that's the only, that's my only regret I would say, but not really. I think it was a good twist. Um, it was fun to watch as a viewer, not a player, not so much. <laughs> Do you think that if there was a chance to not have that, that you would that you wouldn't have been the vote? Had do you trust where you were at in your game that had those players not been safe, that you for sure would have made it to the next round? I know that's a really hard question. It's a very loaded question, but perception is like nine tenths of the game, right? So do you perceive where you're at in the game and the alliances that you are in? with the advantages that were in play and everything else that was going on, that that would be, that you would make it to the, the next round. Yeah, I'm pretty certain I would have made it to the next round. We were gonna vote Holly, for sure. It, just, it made sense, like we had, we were a five strong alliance. I don't think she had broken that at that point. So I, I'm pretty certain I would have made it. Grace, what about you? I know that's probably the hardest question for you to be able to answer, because this is gonna be the first time you went to tribal. Um, do you think that you, 
go into that and you have it? Um, so like I said, I kind of felt good with the group that I had. And honestly, I don't think that the immunity ended up playing a huge role in how that played out for our tribe. Cause I think Chris and Alex were the two that kind of spoke up about needing immunity and then Devin ended up getting it, which was kind yeah, of a surprise. Can someone tell me how Devin got that immunity? Like, I don't know. I was the second he got that, I was like, okay, so he's friends with everyone on the other tribes. So, like, I was so concerned when I saw that because I was like, he didn't even have to speak and he got immunity. I don't know how this happened. Um, so, from outsider perspective, what the whisper was is because he was the first person to walk away. People and like go like was seen walking away that people assumed that he would be targeted very early. That's what the perception was. So I don't know if that's what kind of came through. Cause obviously from that to then there's a ton of things that happened, but that was like the logical whisper of it. And then I think a lot of Fa'ala tribe as Kevin is saying voted for him just because why not? Yeah, I think we were all kind of confused by that one. So, like I said, I think there was a plan to vote me at our first tribal earlier. Not exa- I still don't know the full timeline of when that happened. Um, but no, that was definitely, our tribe was so pissed going into that tribal because we were like, we have won all day. We earned this immunity. Like, it's so unjust for us to be going to tribal. Um, so definitely, my tribe was not a fan of that tribal. Me especially. Because <laughs> I would be, now like knowing where I was on that tribe, I would be so interested to see if I made it through one more, like then with the swap, like I have no idea where I would have ended up at that point. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure that that actually ended up making a huge difference because it sounded like they already had that plan in play. Okay. Um, so, think, oh, 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 sorry, Stephanie. Go I'm, ahead. Um, I will, I, to answer your question, um, I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I also feel that if that twist wasn't there, um, yeah, I think my position was good in the tribe. I just think that, um, Landon would have been the vote for us. Um, you know, I, 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 I strongly believe that I, I do strongly believe that, but I also feel that it was, it, I, it's your social game, right? Like I put myself in a position where I didn't want to be the person that was like right at the top, you know, the, you know, the, the, the top of the chain or whatnot, I wanted to be in the middle. Um, so I remember me picking myself up from being in the, in the low, the, the second to last picked and trying to work my way at least to be in the middle. Um, and at a point, you know, if you, if you watched it, you, you know, that I was myself and, and I think Joe, we were at the middle and I would say, I don't know why, um, why they, voted for Landon, maybe because he did seem like he was in the outs, especially after everything that was happened. Um, and he pointed out, he's like, there's two pairs here, like break up a pair. And that makes perfect sense. Right. Um, so, and I was pegged for as a pair with Joe at that time. So I can understand why that happened, but, um, yeah, like I, I think if the game was a little different, that twist wasn't there, I probably would have still been in the game. Not right now, still there, but <laughs> I would have been, I would have gone further in the game. Uh, but everyone that was there, they're great players. Like they did amazing. So I no regrets on my end. Absolutely not. 
I must say, watching Halata from our perspective on that tribe was hilarious because since we hadn't been to tribal all day, the entire day we had been all like, kumbaya, we're a family, go us, and just like having a great time all hanging out. And then we get there and you guys are like calling each other out and we're like, oh, there's some drama here. I remember, oh, I think I had been over the, mm -hmm. like, I think Kelsey was next to me and I was like, this feels like when you're over at your friend's house and their entire family is arguing and you're like, should I be here? Should I not? Like... <laughs> It was my favorite part to watch, not going to lie. I liked the the sass. But this is also, and it's going to, oh, it's probably going to bring back memories for you ladies. But here is the photo of you walking up. And I think this right here is a testament. I, I mean, at least I, I'm like, look at these three powerful women up here. But Stephanie, your body language specifically, I think, speaks worlds. Because what I got to see from you this whole time is you were always worried about other people. And I think this even says it here. Like, you just went out. You weren't anticipating going out. But rather than being, like, in your feelings, you're consoling Megan, who you didn't have any contact with throughout the day up to this Nothing. point. And I, I think that's just a testament to these to these games in general about how you can make lifelong friendships. You can create these form bonds because let's be real. If we're all willing to go to camp out willingly in the woods for seven very rainy days, we all have to be a little off our rocker, right? Like there's not actually a million dollars. So kudos to you ladies for just kind of like doing the dang thing when there's so many people who wouldn't do that. Um, and I have, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm like, I have another photo here. It's a little oh. blurry, but it'll also show you just like the amount of, and you just seem I like you're I'm not telling. shooting daggers. You're not trying to trip or you can tell like you're truly cheering on these people who you're out there with. Even when you're competing against them, like as much as you're going against them head to head, I always like, I want to see you do well. I want to vote you out, but I want to see you do well. Like, so how was that camaraderie for you? How was it um, just kind of the support that was out there? You guys were going through the elements, like things, the rain, the tornado warning, like there legitimately was or a tornado, like 40 miles from where you guys were at. Not that you weren't safe, everyone kept you safe, but still that's intense. How was that? How did you get through it? Let's talk about the people. Well, I mean, I got through it. Art, I get it, like a whole lot of drama, but we were so, like we had so many good moments at camp. We were just, you know, like this family, you know, that we bickered and fight and fought, but you know, at the end we were like, we're tight. Um, um, but I would say that really the people were the ones that helped us like get through it. Um, especially like in the beginning, we had great relationships, like, um, and we tried to form those things. It was challenging. I have to say one of the challenging things that I found out, um, playing a live reality game. And I wasn't sure at the time if all of them were like this, like I felt that I wish I had more time to make connections with folks. I wish I had more time to talk to them and actually get to know them. Um, I'm, you know, we were going back and forth to tribal and whenever we were in a space, like we were around other people. So it was, a, it, it, I had a feeling of, 
I just have to, I, I want to build relationships with them. And we tried to do the best that we could um, and build relationships and speak to them individually. So a lot of times we were doing a lot of encouraging. We were encouraging each other. We were, you know, good job, um, motivating each other. And even at the time where I said, I'm not a strong swimmer, I'm not a strong swimmer. They were like, no, you got this, you got this, you can do this. And we were, we were motivating each other. Um, but one of the things that I feel like my takeaway is, oh God, um, yeah, even there, like we were another example of you guys just being yeah, I so rem- motivated. That's um, an example. Like I remember Katie couldn't like chew down hers. And I was like, do this for Quinn, do this for yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was, we were all motivating each other. So it was that was nice. Um, but yes, uh, I would say that that's one of the parts that I enjoyed. I do wish that I would have gotten to know or have more conversations with them in the game and getting to know them. Um, I just think that our tribe kept going to tribal and we just didn't have that opportunity as much as I would have hoped. Before we go back to, we're going to come back to this because you keep bringing up, you're not a strong swimmer. And so the part that we didn't talk about in this, um, you do one of what I think is the most, Kevin pulled it off too, but one of the most sneaky little things in the game, and not only does it get you some sympathy points, you might not have made it seem like you were drowning as much as Kevin did, um, but you threw yourself into a pond carrying sticks. How did that play? Did people know you were doing that? Did people know you no. had to- I like I literally Destiny I literally went the first day as I was telling you all like I almost like I'm here swimming and I'm just like I'm not a strong swimmer I could barely make it immediately I'm (laughs) pegged as like not a strong swimmer so that's a problem when we do the reward challenge I'm still not a strong swimmer like it's literally there was so much swimming there I swear uh, the the joke is two lakes, two ponds, whatever it was. Um, so when we were doing that fire, when we were doing that fire challenge, Katie and I were together and we apparent my, the clue that I received or the, the, the clue that I received was if I dropped the fire in the, the, the wood in the water, um, then I would be able to get a clue of where the, um, idol was. So, but only Katie and I can do it. So I had to make, Katie's a strong, that's Katie's what I'm strong. wondering. I'm like, why wasn't Katie like, no, Hepper, I'm going he to was. He was. But the problem is that I had to get this clue because you never know what was going to happen, right? So um, literally, Katie goes and gets gets wood from some um, from like the sandbox. And I, I'm like, okay, do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? All right, I'm going to get the wood from the other side. She's like, we don't need it right now. Are you sure you can do it? Are you sure? They're like questioning me. And I'm like, no, I got this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And I go ahead and I'm just like, I know I can't do this. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. Um, I, I, and literally, I, I can swim, you all. Like, I can. I, but the challenge is, I can't swim with sticks. So I already knew that I wanted to drop the stick. So I go ahead and like, hey, I'm kind of dropping it. Um, and then turns out that like, I'm like, oh, I kind of, you know, I drop it a little bit. And then I'm realizing, shit, like these freaking sticks are so heavy. There's no way anyone can swim with these. Um, so then it starts getting like, okay, I really can't freaking, I, I wasn't going to get them anyway. So I got my clue and went back over there and they were just like, oh, we got the fire. Yay, we want immunity. I, I was like, yes, <laughs> everything worked out. It was good. <laughs> so here's my favorite part. I look like a beaver. <laughs> Your girl's like a beaver out there. I was trying. 
And I was like, I don't understand. Why would they let me go out there? They should have held my hand. But no, I was determined. I was going to get that that clue, which I never found the, the idol, but whatever. I'm sure oh, the yeah. video is going to be right there. And I'm going to be like, Ugh. And I must say, Stephanie's performance doing that, I feel like was so much more convincing than Kaylu's. Everyone in the audience is like, poor Kaylu, he's dying. And all of us in the game are like, Kaylu's an incredible swimmer. Like, what is this? What is happening? Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, oh, I think I at that point, that. <laughs> everyone on our tribe, I think, knew that he had that clue. Yeah, also. and I think Alex so I told us after to that it. that was a clue that they had gotten. But we were like, what is happening to Kaylu? Like, he's a good swimmer. Why is he struggling with this? I really <laughs> needed those sticks, too. That was the problem. <laughs> uh, you, I always, I've said it, I had very, I was like, y'all's tribe should not have won. Like, but the Fa'ala tribe went like left and right versus up and down and Kewu ruined it for you. He didn't block your fire and he just ruined it. He ruined it to then win the game. It was like a self-sabotage. It was funny because it. I didn't realize everyone who had those clues did the sabotage except for me. I think I was the only one with one of those clues in my hand that didn't do the sabotage. Nobody on my tribe did. I forget. I know I Alex had it, and he chose to sit out of that challenge because he was like, oh, okay. I ain't doing this. We've been winning okay. all day. I'm glad there's someone else because I was like, I yes. can't believe all these people did this. <laughs> Just, there was, we were there, losing, and I still did it. Like, we were going back to my struggle, yeah. and I was like, I still got to go for it. There <laughs> yeah. was a very clear vote on your tribe, though, because I think right before this this competition happens is when Jamie literally goes, I can make fire, but I'm not going to make fire. My back is tired. Y'all do something. And I was like, oh, Jamie, I love you. Right, rightfully, rightfully so. He said, you know what? You guys are all on your own. You burned me. Um, we left him out of a vote. It was intense. Um, rightfully so. You know, he felt he felt betrayed. Um, I completely understand. I totally get him at that point. And um, <clears throat> unfortunately, that we we did. We went ahead and we kicked butt and we we did it. Um, it was a proud moment for us. I know. It, and I think Jamie was kind of like, okay, you guys got, got it. <laughs> I get to be safe. So um, it was good. But yes, right before that vote, that, that challenge, there was a lot of turmoil with, with us. Um, Jamie got left out of that Morgan vote. And um, again, like that, that was a, that was a large shift. It was like, it was supposed to be Christina, Christina, and um, Joe and I, we flipped and we voted Morgan. And the decision in my head to do that and kind of like, unfortunately, not be upfront with Jamie about it was because I felt like they were closer to Morgan than what I was to them. So I felt like, you know what? Morgan's not really speaking game to me like that or the way that I felt comfortable with her. So it was really, to me, it was like, I rather with, you know, I rather stick with Christina because at least she's speaking game to me and she's there. Um, and come to realize, I didn't know how strong of a connection Morgan and Landon had, which apparently in the challenge that we had with the water, um, filling up the little water bottles, it turns out that, um, you know, Landon goes, Landon says straight up to Morgan, um, he goes, Morgan, I did not vote for you. And literally like the other tribes are next to us. And I was like, oh, sugars. And I'm right there and I'm hearing them and I'm just like, oh, so they are close. So I was like, wait a minute. I'm in the outs here. Um, so that we just had a lot of things going on. And I think that that really caused some tension. And unfortunately, by that time, it was like 
it was irreparable. Like it, it, we couldn't repair it at that point. So um, yes, there was a vote. I think the best part about it where you're saying, hey, all this happened, we can't repair it. After the game is over, and this is part of what Survival Challenge has a little bit different than other live reality games, at least that I've been a part of. There's this big like end of end of game celebration. You all have your like there's camaraderie, you're talking, you're hanging out, you're kind of hashing everything out where you're like, why did you do that? But at least from my perspective, again, obviously I was I was just a watcher. I wasn't in the game, so I didn't have the real raw emotions. But it seems like everyone kind of you're like, ah, eh, it's a game. We figured it out. You're stupid. Don't do it next time. But like, there's your one, and you kind of move on from it. Are you still friends with some of these people in the game? Are you still building bonds with these people? How has that happened for you? So Grace, you didn't come in here knowing anyone. How are you doing now building these relationships? Are you still talking to people? Uh, yeah, I mean, I still talk to, I mean, we have like our big group chat that we'll randomly message into. And I still have people from my initial tribe. I still talk to Kelsey like most days. <laughs> um, so I would definitely say like, sure, that night that we got voted out, it like stung a little and going into like the next day. But then like, I so quickly got over it and was like, it's a game. And then also like, Tamunga went one right after another, right after they voted me out. So I was kind of like, well, screw you people. <laughs> You're like, karma's a bitch. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, well. But no, there was not actually like any hard feelings. Um, I think it turned out to be like one of my favorite aspects of the game was getting to meet all of these people. Um, and like we were talking about earlier, just like that camaraderie that you have. Um, I think like two of my favorite parts of the game were the two nights that we had when it's just like miserable and cold and it was raining the first night, but we're all like up all night just joking and laughing. And I think that's where like a lot of the closest bonds were formed. Um, so yeah, when we did get that chance after we do um, like after the final tribal and then they have all the audience leave and it's just like uh, the pre-jury people and the final three, and the jury, and it's the first time we all get to talk. I had, like, I think five people from my tribe all come up to me, and they were like, do you hate us? And I was like, like no, guys. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Kick rocks. I was uh, like, I got over that really quickly. Don't worry. And they were like, I felt so bad. We had been winning the whole day, and it didn't feel right that we had to vote you out. And I was like, no, guys. Like, I got over it pretty quickly. You're fine. <laughs> so it definitely... It, the like the circumstances that the game puts you in, it forces you to get really close with these people real fast. <laughs> and it forces some hard decisions that you never really think that you would put yourself into, right? Like you're literally, like, at least for me, I'm like, why would I ever put myself in a situation where I feel like I'm about to hurt somebody's feelings? But here we are for a love of a game and the strategy. Um, Megan, I felt like your vote out at this point came from people like it was almost more intense for you because you had been in this five for so long and I think at least from outside looking in it looked like you were higher on the totem pole than where you were how was it for you talking to these players after and being like yeah do we, I mean, do we, do we hate them do we want me do you want me to write no, me things? no no I I love everybody from Fala actually I think everyone said it that was a great tribe. We had a great vibe and really 
love spending time with everybody. I think the thing that was surprising to me was just like how much respect everyone has for this game of Survivor. Um, like I had never watched an episode of Survivor before the pandemic started. So I watched like 30 seasons in like six to 12 months. It was super fast. Um, and so I was kind of coming into it, maybe not having some of the like the longevity of the respect that people had for this game and that like that they wanted they wanted to do this for so long. And so I feel like when you get in a group of people where you all kind of feel that way, it, it's easy to let the game go. Um, just because, you know, everyone wants to make it as far as they can in the game and that's Survivor. So you're not going to hold something against someone uh, in the game, especially about voting. Like if someone had actually, you know, done something mean to me or in the game at some other point, maybe I would have held it against them. But you got to vote people out to make it to the top. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely painful at the moment um, just because I did feel like if that twist hadn't have happened that I wouldn't have left the game at that moment which was extremely frustrating but um yeah i mean i didn't think i think it was either me or mandy at that point which is what people were thinking and i did not think that they were going to vote out mandy so i'm not surprised that it was me so here's just a testament to how strong this tribe was literally lifting people off their back in order to do this challenge what is going on here i don't remember this challenge uh, this is when we learned that Mandy has the steadiest hands of any person on earth. Um, <laughs> so she's trying to stack all of those blocks um, to make a tower. And so she volunteered to do that role immediately. She's like, I want to do it. And we were all like, okay, it was amazing. Cause she ended up having to stack like multiple blocks at the same time on top of that tower. Um, it was incredible. Um, but really cool challenge. And also it's very cool to do challenges that are so close to what's done on the actual game. So so that leads me to my next question. We'll go back in. Stephanie, you'll get to tell us about everybody you love. Actually, tell us about now and then we'll go to challenges. Tell us. Do we hate everyone? Who do we hate? We hate everyone. <laughs> we hate all of them. <laughs> um, no, not not at all. I actually... Um, I, we don't, I don't think that, uh, not that I know of, maybe I'm not a part of the group chat. <laughs> I don't think we have like this group chat that we're all like, you know, um, communicating with and all that stuff. Um, but again, I think from my perspective, I think that our group, I, I feel for me personally, I just feel that because we were with the same group and also the same tribe, like I didn't get to reach out and speak to other folks. So um Yes, we, we were in the holding area and we can speak to other people, but it, it wasn't the same. You didn't really get that private one-on-one -on -one time with them. That was very challenging. So the connections that I had in the game were just from the same um, eight people or seven, seven other people. Um, so out of 23 people, I only was in contact with seven of them the entire game. So coming out the, out of the game, I mean... This my this doesn't sound good, but I mean I just generally am not a person that if you're gonna vote me out and first of all I kind of saw it coming I was like it's either it's gonna be me because I landed the save, um so to me it wasn't a shock it wasn't a blindside or anything like that like I was already like okay I guess this is what it is um there's nothing else I can do we couldn't strategize so it's not like I could fight for it um you know right then and there so to me um there's a picture of me and I'm just like hey. <laughs> saying hi to someone or whatnot like it, it was a game I, I was good I was over it like it was not I was over it like I, I was excited about it um and I was excited to speak to people after the game like I was totally fine with it um 
and I wish them all the best. Like I was rooting for all of them to win. Um, I would say that afterwards, like we did have some conversations. Like I know I had a conversation with Jamie right after with Morgan. And I remember Mor Morgan and I's conversation. It was like the one that I, I felt like I needed the most because I felt that, man, I wish I would have spoken to her. Like she was like my buddy, you know, like at night we would like hug and like I would keep her warm. I mean, she I was like literally for two nights, I remember us tending to each other, me tending to her. And I really wanted to speak to her because I just didn't understand. So that's the only kind of, I was like, why didn't you say you wanted to work with me if you really wanted to? She's like, I did, I told you. And I was like, oh, wow. So I realized like there's in the game, you have folks that, you know, some folks really want a, like validation to say, hey, we're good, we're good. And some folks are like, hey, we're good. And that's all you need to know, which I learned that about myself, that I'm maybe a person that seeks a little bit more of that. And if I don't, if I just get like a thumbs up, that's not enough for me or like just a quick conversation. I, that I realized about myself. So it helped me. Um, and also Jamie, like me having that conversation with him um, really did help. And I would say that, you know, check out, me out tomorrow in a live because you'll see my relationship with Katie and um, conversations that we have, um, what transpired afterwards, um, because apparently I learned within the game that Katie and I were going to play a live reality game in two weeks after we played Survivor Challenge. That was a hot tea and a hot mess on its own. And um, you'll hear my feedback about that tomorrow. <laughs> I can't wait channel. to hear that. Somebody yes. tag me there. Um, I think the other part that's a little bit different before we go and talk about these amazing challenges, because I definitely want to hear your take on that. Um, the cool thing about Survivor Challenge here is that there's viewers in the game, but they're not in the game. They're just there. They're watching. They're cheering you on. So like Katie's husband was there. Reading her on. Um, I was out there cheering on for Jake Sparks. Um, Y'all are jerks and voted him out. So he doesn't end up winning. So like we won't even talk about that. But no. Um, I think that the coolest thing that I got to see is I got very close to some of the people who are out there cheering for you, Stephanie. And boy, do you have the biggest and best fan club out in out there like they were literally yes. out in a tornado waiting to make sure you were okay unfortunately they um but then they were there to be there right. for like your shoulder to support and i think that's absolutely fantastic so talk about that experience having your friends and loved one there how was that yes i definitely i have to say so these games like it's not something that my family like knows about and my friends know about it hope you know they're probably i don't know who's watching this right now <laughs> but my family is not really into them of what i they barely watch survivor um i'm latina we i grew up in a spanish household we did not watch survivor i watched telenovelas like we weren't you know watching survivors since the age of you know 13 or anything like that um so not a lot of people know that i am even into this or during the pandemic that i took on this hobby i guess um so uh, the support that I, I I went there by myself um, to you know to to Macomb. Um, I like my husband was in there. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have support like a support system. Like they knew I was going, but it was like, hey, she's just doing this crazy thing. Uh, so having friends that I had connected through the community um, be there, um, it re it really helped. And I would say that they are amazing friends. And I'm sure that you've all seen them there probably. Um, and they are, they were very supportive and they were that family, that support system for me. That's why I think when I got voted out, I was like, hey, 
<laughs> you know, like that's, I was very excited. So um, you do get to, you get to meet a lot of people um, in these games. And I think I had that opportunity. I'm very grateful for it because as I mentioned, it's not like I have that huge support system, you know, for my family. Um, even though they, they do support me, but they're just not supporting me. They don't understand like what the game is about. So <laughs> it was nice. It's, it, it's just fun to see. It's fun as a fan. Um, in the future, if you're ever in the area, if you're even if you're not playing Survivor Challenge, come out there, volunteer, come watch the game. It's an experience that you will... Um, I've always said I'm not a big, I'm like, I'm not a Survivor fan. I'm a big brother fan, but being out there and watching these challenges, which is what we're going to kind of go into this next part, these challenges and just the experience and being over there is so fantastic. And they are so much like what you see on TV in a smaller, cause it is a backyard. This literally is somebody's house. This is their, like, um, the owner of the house. I, and sorry, I forget her name. She was like, like 500 years pregnant. She was ready to give a baby. Um, but they love the game so much and they love this community so much that they have all of these people out there at their house on this large property. So if you ever get a chance, come on and watch it. I don't think you will regret it. Um, but these challenges before we were a little bit over time already. So sorry, ladies, but you just have so much fun. Um, I should have known a bunch of women talking. We were going to go for a long time. What, what can I say? These challenges, what was your favorite challenge? What challenge do you never want to see again? Grace, I'll start with you. Mm, that's tough. I think one of my favorite challenges was the one um, where you had to take the ball and balance it and walk around, and then people walked across the balance beams and then the over-under and then put it into the ball maze. Just because that ball maze is one of like one of those like iconic survivor challenges, um, and like me and my whole family, huge survivor fans. Like the the first season started before I was born. I was like raised watching Survivor, <laughs> and it's a huge thing for my whole family. Um, so seeing that as like such an iconic challenge, getting to do it in person was cool, and I just like the twist that they did on that where it was like you do the balancing aspect before it. Um, so that was probably one of my favorite challenges. I don't know about least favorite. Honestly, probably that first one, like like Wednesday night, just because it was so chaotic and I ended up running four laps around the lake and I'm not a runner. So I was like huffing and puffing on lap two. And I was like, is this what the whole game is going to be? <laughs> so that one would probably be my least favorite. I was fortunate enough to get to sit out of the food eating one. So truly dodged a bullet there. I got to sit with Jake Sparts and just hang out and watch that challenge play out, which was lovely. But uh, yeah, that would probably be favorite and least favorite. Uh, Jake also says, sitting next to Grace on the sit-up bench before the eating challenge is a moment I will always remember. Yes, just the two of us and Benji. And, like, you feel so bad just being like, come on, guys, you got this. Like, you know you're not helping them at all. But we were so, like, we will do whatever you guys want in the next challenge because they all felt so sick after. And we're like, sorry, guys, but you did great. <laughs> oh, it was, it was hard to watch. It was. Uh, um, Stephanie, what about you? What was your favorite? What challenge do you not want to participate in again? You don't want to see it. Uh, 
I, I don't want to see any more ponds. Like, I, I don't. I don't want any more ponds. I don't want to swim. Like, I have a pool in my house. Like, I don't even go in there that much. So, you know, like, I just don't. That's, <laughs> like, like, half the challenges. <laughs> yes. Like, let's skip that. Fast forward, you know. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm not a fan. I Like, I don't mind swimming. But it was just, like, mm, I don't know if I could do this. It was, it was too long. It was too long for me. And then I thought to myself, I said, wait a minute. Did they ask me if I can swim? <laughs> I was like, did they ask me this? <laughs> um, but I would say my one of my favorite challenges, I, I there at the moment, I think I had two. I like the food eating challenge a lot. I always, I, you know, I've seen it in Survivor, so I thought that was great. In fact, um, the item that I had to eat was um, the eggs that were, um, I, I don't know how they were cooked, but those eggs. And I have to say, like, my first bite of those eggs were delicious. Oh, I mean, oh, my God. I was like, yes, like, I could eat these eggs all day. Then I took three bites, and I was like, mm, I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> I was like, no. Um, so even though it was my favorite, it was definitely challenging, but I knew I can, like, I could do it. Um that was really exciting for me. I actually thought that we were going to definitely win that. And I loved how Jamie, he did such a great job encouraging, you know, everyone to go ahead and, and motivating us. There was a point in time he was like, motivate me. You got this, you got this. And I was like, bitch, like, I know I got this. I just gotta, I just gotta eat it. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like we, we, we had, like, it was such a good time and he was such a motivation for me and also for like Landon at that moment. And, he, and like Landon roughed it up. Like he really ate those things. It was, it was like, he did an amazing job, and I'm so proud of him at that moment for doing that for us. Um, that I even thought I was like, you know, I would eat Katie's squid. Um, it, it, we just we wanted to win. We were we wanted to win, so it was. A then good he time. voted his ass out. Bye bye. Yeah, Thanks that, for being so supportive. We yeah, didn't win. You should have been that, a little better. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, that happened. No, he was he was great. But yeah, no. It, I honestly, I was like, you know, I don't know if we could come back from this. I don't even know. I have no idea we could come back from this. <laughs> Uh, you could have, you could have. It, mm -hmm. Just Katie not being able to get it down is is truly what was kind of the nail in the yeah. coffin for that really? one. It was. Megan, how about you? What was your favorite? What was your least favorite? Yeah, so my favorite was definitely the one where we had to like run and go over the hay bale and under the rope and then swim and then build the tower. I just, I like those challenges where you have to do many things and it's like a quintessential like physical challenge and then kind of like a puzzle thing at the end and i was really excited about the physical challenges i thought i was going to be like one of the faster stronger people in the game however apparently everyone on our season was super fit and fast and strong which was insane like it's i looked really around different. on day one i was like what is this like <laughs> like it was it was crazy um so that was my favorite challenge um and then my least favorite was definitely the one where you have to hold the idol on the little like plate thing. I think Jamie mentioned this when he was talking to you guys. I was terrible at that challenge. Like I cannot do that at all. <laughs> so I was not excited about that challenge. I mean, like just because I was bad at it, not, not for any other reason. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all the challenges were so much fun. I actually, the coolest thing I think was like watching Mandy win the challenge when she won individual immunity with the where you have to hold the the rod in the two like plates that was incredible i wish i would have gotten to compete in some of those individual immunity challenges yeah it was cool we got to see it at the end of it to see like how 
And you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Like it looks so easy at first, right? And then you put in all the elements that you're going through and you're like, no, it's probably not as easy as we're all talking. We're a bunch of keyboard warriors over here. It's so heavy that, that. It is, it is much heavier than you look. And I think that's just a testament to anybody who is wanting to play survival challenge or just a live game in general. This is a fantastic one. Um, The part that they don't tell you about a lot is that a lot of, the majority of the money is donated to charity. They're raising money for charity and they're donating to all of these charities. It's part of the thing that I think that they should be screaming from the rooftops, but the the individuals who put this on are just so humble um, in what they do. And it's great people and it's a great family. And it's just fantastic to be able to know that you're a part of something that's doing something bigger. But in, a, in addition to that, you're also doing something that you love. Because really, to be out here, you have to love the game because you are going through it. And it'll put you through so much. So um, before we end this here, I do have two more questions for you, ladies. And I'm going to give you a moment to think about them because I think I think that there's an important part. So my first question is, what advice do you give to somebody who wants to play their first live reality game? What's the best piece of advice? And my second question is, what is one thing you learned about yourself that came out of the survival challenge? What's one piece that you learned about yourself? And I'll just give you a moment. And while I'm giving you the second, I'm going to share some fun photos here of this game while you guys have some moments. So you'll get to see some fun little... Um, Just being a queen over here, telling people what to do. Oh, yeah. I was John. <laughs> I was mean mugging there. You just, you don't see me walking in like a stunner? Like a beast. You're like, don't vote me out. Here's another. There's a ton of really good, like, action shots of you, Stephanie, just being out there, like, bossing Awkward it up. With the, yeah. Stop. <laughs> this is always a good one. It just, like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Steph, we'll start with you. What, yeah. your best piece of advice, what did you learn about yourself? So my best piece of, piece of advice for anyone who is like me um, coming into the game, because I, I did, I did watch, you know, Survivor Challenge, you know, I, I watched them on YouTube, I watched the episodes and I really wanted to get myself out there and put myself out there, despite knowing that, like, I, I knew, I said, you know what, this is something that's out of my element. I've never been camping like that. I don't really do these things. Um, and in fact, I know that I'm involved in this community now. And um, what I've noticed is that I wanted to be a woman and, a, you know, a woman of color to go into the game and be there and show up and play and it didn't matter, you know, my size, it didn't matter my height, it didn't matter, like, any, like I was going to put my best foot forward. And you can see that um, from the moment that I got there to the, to the game in which we had a swim and I was like the weakest in that point to the fact that, you know, we went to tribal councils and I fought hard. So I really, my best advice for anyone who's out there at home and watching this is, or, you know, in the viewers is that you can do it. Um, you know, you can do it and don't ever question yourself about it. Apply for the game. It was fun. It was, it's a great opportunity for you to do something different, do something new. And um, if you have the opportunity to do so, 
do so immediately. <laughs> That's what I would say. That would be my advice. Um, and I, I think, what was your that was that one question. Sorry, I was going to answer your other question, but. <laughs> and something you learned about yourself. Yeah, and what I learned about myself was definitely of, you know, like when you don't be intimidated. Like I was very intimidated as soon as I got there. Um, the first thing that I did when I got there is that I looked at everyone and I said, oh, there's not a lot of people that look like me immediately. Like immediately I said, there's not a lot of people who look like me. There's not a lot of people that um, may, that seem right off the surface that they from the same background as me. And that was very intimidating for me. And I knew that I had to um, definitely make connections, uh, strong connections. And I had to work my way in there somehow because I had to make connections with these folks if I wanted to be successful. Um, and I had to dig deep uh, because I felt at that moment, at that initial moment, wow, I think um, there's not too many of me. So therefore I have to get in that mindset, like immediately in the game mindset right away on how can I build relationships? And I'm sure that's what it was in all of our minds, but we have a tendency to look for people that look like us and that you know, maybe that they're, they're, they're the same height as me or weight as me, you know? So we look for these things. And I think that that's something that I learned about myself that it, it like how to dig deep in situations, even when, you know, you might not be exposed to often, you know, because I am, I do live, I've lived in New York city. I lived in other areas. So it's not often that I'm, you know, um, that I expose myself like that. So, and I did, and I'm happy for it. And it was a great experience. It's actually a Freudian theory that people believe. Have you ever seen somebody who looks like they're dating themselves? And you're like, wow, you guys look a lot alike and you're a couple. Um, it's because people see them best selves mm -hmm. first. So you're attracted to people who look like you. You're attracted right. to people who, and so it's a very common thing. And I just want to say, um, you did do that thing. Like you didn't, oh, <laughs> you didn't hold it back. I think you should be very proud of yourself and you're not alone in those feelings, even though we don't talk about them a lot. Um, Kaylee was saying here, he felt the similar way. Um, and it just is a testament to one girl and try new things, but I think it's a testament to you and how strong you are. And I think that you need to give yourself just a little more credit on that aspect because you did do fantastic. And you're right. There weren't a lot of people who looked like you, but you didn't let that change anything. And for so sure. good for you for not holding back on that. Um, and we'll move it over to Megan. Megan, what about you? What's your one piece of advice, something you learned about yourself? Yeah, I think my one piece of advice for for new players is uh, play hard and try to try to take risks. I think my biggest regret about my game is that I don't feel like I took as many risks as I should have, and I uh, didn't step up as much to like be in leading roles and challenges that I kind of wanted to be in. But I was just a little bit like, I don't know, these all people all seem more experienced than me. Maybe I'm just gonna sit back and let them do it. Um, so I think my one piece of advice would be like, you know, you get one opportunity to play, just like play hard, like take risks. Um, so that would be my, my advice. I think what I learned about myself, um, I think I learned that I'm a lot more resilient than I thought, I guess. I, I remember thinking on the first night when it was like raining and we were laying on the ground, like I was like, is no one going to quit this game right now? Like, this is not fun. And like, why are there 24 people out here, like, just like laying on the ground in the rain and the cold right now? Um, and I like, I think you just realize 
like going into the game, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do with no food and no sleep. Like I've never been in that situation before. Uh, but I think you just realize like hour by hour, you can kind of get through a lot more than you think you can, um, which is kind of an empowering feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Just again, it's just having a little more self-belief, like just believing, believing in yourself a little bit. And I think we can accomplish a lot more if we just put away, put away a little bit of that self-doubt. Grace, and saving the best for last here, what's your advice? Um, I would say first piece of advice, just go ahead and apply. Like I would recommend this to anyone and everyone. It was like definitely an experience I will never forget. And I absolutely love like this community that I'm a part of now. Um, it was just an unforgettable experience being out there. And I love all the people that like I've met from doing it. Um, and I know so many of us have talked about since then um, that now we get to be a part of this community of like other survivor geeks. Cause we're like, we don't have any people like this in like our lives at home. So we're like, there's other people like us out there that we get to just like geek out with. Um, so definitely recommend it to everyone. Um, and I would say kind of similar to Megan, um, just don't be afraid to like play hard from the start. That's one thing that uh, I would say that like, I was a little more reserved and I played a lot more like hesitant just because it was all so new and I was afraid to like go too hard. But this game is so fast paced that like you don't really get a lot of time to like come up and catch your breath. It's like go hard from the start. So don't be afraid to go out, make alliances, find idols, like just go, 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 because it is a once in a lifetime opportunity. So definitely like go hard when you have the chance. Um, and, and wear long socks. <laughs> The socks are key. <laughs> socks. Make sure to, you know, treat your clothes with the mosquito repellent and the tick yes. stuff. I mean, practical things. Like, I yes. bring... <laughs> I made sure at night when I was sleeping, every inch of me was covered. I had my socks pulled over my leggings. I had my hood up, my buff around my face. Like, everything's covered. <laughs> what yes. you don't see is those those things, which are definitely challenging. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. <laughs> Would you play again? Oh, absolutely. In a heartbeat. Yes. So if <laughs> that's not, for the people who are watching, if that's not a testament, these ladies went out on a twist that they had no control over. They, I don't want to say we're blindsided because you weren't blindsided. You all had a very good grasp on what was going on in the game and you had an understanding, but you were blindsided by the twist and you were not able to prepare for it. And they still are saying... We were cold, we were miserable, it was hard, but I want to do it again. And I'm telling you, if that's not saying y'all are crazy, I don't know what is. Like, But apply for this game. Applications come out in January, Survival Challenge. It's an amazing experience. I don't think I know of another live reality game that gets you as close to a Survivor experience than this one. The challenges, the production of it, everything that happens... You're going to get to hear a lot more and see a lot more because they do make episodes. So you'll get to see all of their confessionals. All of their inner monologue will start coming out. Um, we should, we'll probably have to do another one of these. So all these things where you're like, oh, I love everyone. We'll see who you really didn't love in a few months. And it'll be a completely different thing. Um, Jake Miller was in the comments and he was a little worried that people would say... <laughs> some negative things here and so that's not what ends up happening um right here 
Oh, Lord, can't wait to see how Grace is dragging my name through the mud. And so I don't know if it was a joke, and I just don't know him, and it's being funny. But I you're going to joke. He just likes when people talk about him. Ah, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, Jake. Um, so you're going to get to see all of those things in a few months when these episodes come out. Um, and you'll get to see this true experience of the challenge. I want to thank all three of you for being here. I want to thank you for sharing just kind of that more not so much strategic side of your gameplay, but just more of the experience. If there is anyone who is watching and you have more questions on the experience and you have more questions on live reality games, I guarantee you these women will talk to you about it. These women will share it with you. If you know someone who you think would want to play and they just need somebody to like pick my brain. I haven't played this one, but I've been there. And we'll tell you what we know and what we've experienced and use the tools that we have. Um, I am, I don't want to say I'm a feminist, but I am like, I think it's such a, it's such a derogatory word. That's what it's came, but we need more women playing these games. We need more people who look different than what you see every single day. So if there's anything that'll get you to play or you need any help or you need anything, please reach out. We're here to help apply for online, online games, survival challenge, grace. Megan, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me today. Do you have anything you want to add? Nope, that's it. You said it best, Destiny. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, just thank you to the to John and everyone who puts on Survival Challenge. It was Absolutely. an incredible experience. So they deserve all, all the credit for putting on an amazing game. For sure. Yes, absolutely. And thanks, Destiny, for hosting us. Thanks for having me. Um, so with that, we're gonna say good night and until next time. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye.